Welcome everyone to one more episode of Straightforward. Super excited to be here today with Gavin Adgley, uh, who runs the, the value acceleration of uh, the initiatives at Databricks. So we're going to be talking a lot about data today and data initiatives and how to make this a success. So welcome, uh, Gavin. Thank you so much. Yeah, happy to be with you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you to be here. So, so the topic that we picked uh, and get again to the to the nature of the show here, you know, like what what you know, like everybody uh, wants to do those nice things. The show here is all about you know what, again once you decide to do those things, how actually how actually you do it, right? So, uh, so data is such a huge topic, and 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 we're very excited. We're partners. We've been su such a, a lot of things uh, together. But I wanted to hear from you. You have your kind of a, your very on the front lines there with clients and Databricks. So maybe if you can talk about a little bit of an old, what what the what are the things you you think like uh, what 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 are the things that you wanted to your clients to know that uh, they 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 kind of uh, didn't they don't know yet or uh, you know that you should prepare when they're starting their journeys uh, towards data and to kind of create value through data. What what do you think that they should know that uh, that is not. Mm no out there already that's not all the all over the internet yeah i mean it's a it's a great great question to start off the conversation it, it's i think it's, it's worth kind of diving into it by by framing this as it's a really exciting space when you when you're thinking about data when you think about artificial intelligence there's so much momentum and excitement behind the potential of the technology I'd say that a lot of a lot of the customers that end up approaching Databricks come at it from the technology perspective. They they've worked with you know other technologies in the the you know data end space, or uh, you know that sometimes they're embarking for the first time and they really want to kind of understand the technology edge. And that's usually the stepping off point. And, and Databricks helps customers that that start from from that starting point. I think it's it's uh, it's a really common. But the the role that Mike plays is actually to help make a link between the work of technology teams and the broad business purpose that te that technology can serve. And it might not be immediately obvious that that's a, that's a important thing to, to cover. Um, you know, sometimes that Databricks will work with these, you know, digital native companies that have huge established engineering organizations. And, and in that scenario, engineering often has a lot of freedom to, to chase down, you know, whatever technology investment is required to get the job done, because it's just a known fact that that is a data business. Um, but in other cases where you have, you know, enterprises that have established or growing, uh, you know, data science and, and analytics practices, it's not always quite so obvious the role that technology can play in linking through to the strategic objectives of that organization. And so there it's, it's, it's a little bit of a discovery process. There's a bit of matching between the technology and the impact. Um, but we found that when, when we do that effectively, it leads to a whole heap of really good outcomes, whether it's you know, personally for the, for the data practitioner in terms of the, the impact they're able to make within their organization. Um, it helps in, in fostering connections with those you know, different parts of the that really rely on technology to do their jobs. And there are a whole host of reasons to do it. But I guess in answer to your question, the, the, the kind of thing that that we want the, the listeners to to get familiar with and understand is just the importance of linking through to the broader business purpose that uh, you know their organization serve, is serving with data in order to you know make a really compelling case for change because that's that's really often what we're talking about here change through technology and and it's uh, and I guess the, the challenges are very different from the digital natives to the traditional companies trying to understand and and actually the the correct value on the on those journeys right so. 
let, let, let's focus a, a little bit on the, the traditional business and and and, and mm-hmm. how. So so there's always there's always also the trap to promise too much, right? In terms of media, we're talking about you know AI and and all the you know the the, the magical things, and 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 then you have to reconcile. Those are long journeys, as we call, and uh and and there's always the risk of uh, you know promising you know too much and not being able to deliver in in the short term. Uh, to actually keep the you know the 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 energy alive, to actually keep funding and keep progressing and investing uh, to reach that that kind of nirvana, right? So, uh, how 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 do you see that kind of playing out in in the field? Like, well, what are the what are the the tips that you can share here? Like, how to articulate and to kind of put that strategy together so you kind of uh you're aiming high, but but kind of a still not running into the risk of, you know, uh, of, uh, being, uh, left on the, mi- on the midway to, you know, no, no, uh, no food or fuel. <laughs> I, I think in, in what you described there, Bruno, it's, it's really common for, you know, leaders of data teams to have a little, be a little bit cautious when it comes to, you know, quantifying the broad impact that their work can make on an organization. And, and for a few really good reasons, it can feel strange to be quantifying value to areas outside of engineering or outside of IT, um, the numbers can end up really large, especially with you know really transformative artificial intelligence. The numbers can get really big, and then you start to get the question: Oof, Will I be held accountable for delivering that number? And the the challenge there, of course, is that there are lots of factors that contribute to the ability to deliver on that value. Some of them which are in your control, and some of them are actually outside of your control. And so I think those those concerns are really legitimate. But the the caution that I would I would uh, play out here is that while it can be scary putting forward a big number, it can actually do you a real disservice if you put forward a number that's too small or no number at all. And the the reason I say that is uh, when you're especially when you're making larger investments or doing more transformational work, you start to connect with leaders in your organization that don't necessarily speak the language of the technology. They're they're not necessarily you know a CIO, a CTO, a CFO. They're not going to understand why it's really important to, you know, have the photon query engine, you know, pushing through queries really quickly and at really you know, cost performance rates because of all these really technical reasons. Instead, they speak the language of, you know, what is the quantifiable impact of the things that we could pursue? And they're able to, these these executives are able to prioritize and compare various things that are going on based on the, you know, the dollar value ascribed to it. And so I guess the 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 approach here, and this is especially in in you know, large organizations, traditional organizations, as opposed to digital natives, it's often really important to make a clear link between the technology choice and the change you're driving with technology, and that broader impact on the strategic objectives. Got it, got it. And and uh, any tips for like uh, how to do this in terms of uh, I understand like uh, you you have to have that kind of a you know the the north star that's actually you know the probably helping you build. build a business case and get resources and and, and rally uh, around that goal, mm-hmm. but uh, how, how do you actually reconcile that with uh, you know short term wins to actually keep sustaining uh, you know the uh, the fuel to to, to yeah fuel, right and and and, and uh, at least for us like what we try to do is like a create a north star but not make it a kind of a, a create a sense of a, a false uh, certainty. Because maybe in the space we are, like we were using a lot of data uh, to kind of uh, uh, as as like a adjusting time uh, intelligence into digital experiences, right? So data as a form of you know, 
improve uh, commerce, um, ex e-commerce experience or, or engagement experiences. And data is kind of very fluid used, uh, you know, to help improve those, those customer experiences. And as you said, like, uh, there are a lot of hypotheses there, right? So it's one thing to use data to improve internal processes where you have all control or have, you know, all the, the purview of, uh, what you're doing and you have, you know, the more certainty that you can get to a different level of performance. It's a different thing when you kind of oh, do those things and we help. We hope that, that, you know, that there will be a different response from clients and customers and will increase, you know, top line based on those hypotheses. So it's way more unpredictable, right? So, yeah. uh, so, so how, how do you actually kind of, uh, uh, what, what you're seeing, like uh, we're good at good examples or good strategies or tactics that, uh, that kind of, uh, you know, help, uh, you know, bridge the, the gap between all you know, the, the kind of nirvana and the, the short-term goals there that that'll be really, uh, I think insightful for, for people here. I think, I think your point, Bruno, was a really good one around the essentially the need to communicate some uncertainty. I think that you, you actually earn a lot of credibility with these business audiences. If you call out, for example, tactically speaking, a range of benefits, if there's an upper or lower limit and a communication of, you know, what are the dependencies that indicate where within that range, the value is likely to fall, it kind of helps to navigate and, and make sure that it's yeah, not communicating a false sense of certainty around specific numbers. Um, but if I, if I, if I think more broadly about the way that these value cases typically come together, it, it all starts with an understanding of the why, uh, you know, why do we actually need to communicate the impact of, of the work that we're doing as a data team? And the answer to the why question actually differs based on where a company is in its, its data and AI journey. Um, if you're very early in the journey and just getting started, it's really important to paint a picture of the potential. And to paint a really clear picture of the first steps that will uh, you know, get you closer to that vision, but might have a more modest impact. Um, as you're kind of midway through the journey, we find it's really important to look backwards and tell the, the story of the impact that's already been made, and then to, to cast a picture towards the future. And then as you start to get on the top end, you've got a really mature you know, data AI practice, you've driven a lot of this change. Inevitably, the cost of such a platform and the cost of you know, the, the operations of it end up reasonably high. So the burden of proof is also really high to ensure that the value is is linked really closely to that uh, that spend. So there's kind of a few different yeah different ways of thinking about it, different kind of methods, and kind of different levels of uh, kind of different levels of accuracy and scrutiny you need depending on where you are in that journey. Yeah, I, I love I love the you know the starting with the why right. So we 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 well, unfortunately we have so many clients coming to us like we want to to the you know build this beautiful data platform, data lake, and all nuts and bolts, really cool, you know, 127 data sets integrated and it would be great. Right. So, and, uh, and then we ask why, what, what do you, what do you need that for? Because that's going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> but, yes. And then kind of, a and, and then see that, uh, they're, they're sometimes they're in there just, you know, they're doing this because it's still you know, data set a hot and promising trendy topic and everybody's doing it and, and they, they have their own plans and strategy, but they're not, a, you know, attached to a, a kind of a, a business impact vision, right? So, uh, and, and that kind of very really hard, like, and, and when we start asking those questions, we kind of realize, Hey, yeah, we may you know, it's kind of this beautiful plan or like long-term, many multi-years that are super impactful. But we don't need to start with 127 data sets. Maybe uh, what what about we start with those seven here? <laughs> and 
and deliver this exactly, you know, business end back to whatever uh, area. And we show the value, right? We show some of that potential and, and hopefully people will, you know, uh, rally behind it and, you know, and, and, and keep that, you know, with uh, the energy and the resources to actually achieve that kind of a very high potential in the future. But uh, if you start exactly. with uh, the, the vision and, 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 and waiting that, uh, you know, the, like, uh, we'll build, we'll build and they will come type of mentality then, then it's a very risky business, I guess. I would agree. We do. We hear that build it, they will come thinking all too often, unfortunately. And, and I think the stepping off point from there is often, uh, okay, but which is the first group you're expecting to get benefits from this, this data platform? What, you know, what are the problems they'll be solving? And the reason is not to say this will hundred percent be the exact team that drives all the value, but even to bring to life an example for those folks outside of IT who are looking at an investment in this new technology and you're feeling a little bit unsure about it, that example can help help it bring to uh, bring it to life. And I'd even say, as an example, as you as you were speaking, Bruno, there was an example of, of this I encountered this in the last week, and it kind of points to this this message that uh, building this story around the link between technology and and the impact on the business, it's an ongoing journey. Uh, there was one customer uh, I was working with uh, about a year ago. We built this. Uh, the, probably medium in terms of you know, halfway through their their data journey. And we built a strong value case around a few really high impact uh, use cases that have delivered value historically, painted the picture of what's to come. And then fast forward a year, and the, we now have the CIO's you know, real focused attention. And the question that he asked us was, if the Library of Congress's data set, that all of the information in the Library of Congress only comes to a, a few terabytes, why is our data lake 12 terabytes. And it was a really interesting way to frame the question. But I mean, I thought a few things. At my first, the first thing I thought was, this is brilliant that we're, you know, we have the attention of the CIO. He's in, it really invested in understanding where is he getting the bang for his buck? He wants to understand this data platform. And then the second piece is, if they're asking that kind of question, it makes me think, you know, is this CIO looking for cost savings? Does this CIO, and which a lot of folks are in this, you know, changing economic climate, but more importantly, does the CIO understand the impact that this data platform is making, how it contributes towards you know, the broader vision? And in this case, it was around uh, you know, customer 360 vision and you're using data to great effect across the organization, driving this great cultural change. If that CIO really understands that link, then the question around why is this data, data like so big kind of falls away given the amount of impact it can drive. And that's really, really important. And, 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 and most times the, 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 there's a, there's a, a performance of cost and, and valuation there, right? So that's yes. has as long as they're balanced, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I, and I think, yeah, go ahead. It, just to, to, to emphasize that data practitioner is often really focused on the cost savings, like the, the cost of one technology versus another. And I agree that that's a really important part of the equation. It's just not the whole picture. Um, if you can make a case that there's a cost saving to be had or, um, you know, uh, you know, consolidation of your, your systems. Great. That's, that's an argument to you know, make this change, but with transformative technologies, like the ones that you know, we collectively work in day in, day out, there's such a, there's a really exciting story to tell about growth or, you know, cost savings elsewhere in the organization or reducing risk and uncovering that story is often the difference between, you know, great leadership support of your know, big transformational change or, you know, a lackluster program that doesn't live up to its potential. 
yeah, that, that's our experience as well. I can only, the, the, the ones that are, uh, the data initiatives that are driven by value creation are usually, usually more successful than ones. It's just kind of consolidation cost cutting because usually there's a lot of, final you know, the, they're overestimated what the, the amount of a cost cutting that you can get. And then you kind of uh, get frustrated in the end, like, uh, maybe it didn't, uh, was worth the, the, the amount of effort that was put in there just kind of to consolidate and, uh, and reduce maybe they're Many of the, the cost, cost hope, hopeless that was there, maybe on the cloud migration, the field part of that kind of expectation mm -hmm. that we, we know right now that's not uh, living up to their uh, expectations. So I think they're, yeah. and if you were to combine, sorry, two of the things that you just described, the, the just focusing on cost savings and thinking that if we build it, they will come. If you combine those two pieces, it's a recipe for disaster. And, and I, I don't, I don't mean to say that so that folks over index and you know, build out your know, huge multi, multi million dollar value cases that are, I don't know, bigger than Ben Hurt. But the, but if you can, even at that early stage, articulate here is an example of the kind of problem we can solve that we couldn't solve before. It'll really help bring these things to life. So I would, yeah, the, I think you're hitting on a few of the points that, yeah, that we encounter really often. And if you think about them in advance, it can just unlock so much potential towards the future. Well, that, that, that's, that's a great tip for, for the audience here, for anyone kind of a willing to kind of start that journey or, or revamp their journey. So that, that uh, I've seen so many planners that are articulate the people that are running them or they know and they, they are, they know the value that's uh, about to be created, but uh, they also know that's very uncertain and they, sometimes they don't want to promise that. And so they kind of, uh, they, they. They build their business games and they they articulate the value of it on a cost basis, right? And then, mm -hmm. and then it kind of they 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 keep it under their sleeve the value creation. But uh, but as you as we're discussing here, if you keep it under your sleeve, then it will be very hard actually to actually mobilize the the the, the, the organization to actually make it happen in, in the end of the day. So uh, exactly, I, I, the way we often think about that when we communicate what is typically involved in a value case that, that makes that link between the technology and the business. There are just three parts. There's the infrastructure savings impact, which is the TCO savings that we're talking about here. The next piece is the developer experience and the, the productivity impact on data teams. And then the final part is how are we actually impacting the business itself? And so I find that, especially for folks that are new to this world, uh, it's often communicating the cost saving, the bottom piece of that equation is easiest to break further forward and kind of move upwards and think about, you know, if we have, if we have a data team of 30, 50, 2000 people, and they can, they can move significantly faster, then there's this really exciting story to tell around the new problems that they can tackle or the improvement in data quality and the improvement of the output of the existing things they're doing. There are so many things you can really kind of jump into easily if you can make a really strong case around increasing, increasing output and speed. And then once you've got those elements established, then you link through to the business problems. What new business problems could we solve that we couldn't solve? Can we now solve that we couldn't before? Or what can we now do faster or at lower risk? And so that that kind of framework, especially for folks that, that are you know, listening to this podcast, they're like, yeah, I kind of get why this is important, but where do I start? I'd say, yeah, start with where you're comfortable. Talk about that, that cost saving, but really ask those harder questions to make a link to the bigger picture. Great. That's, that's, that's great. That, great, uh, you know, great advice. Kevin, any, any kind of a final words, like anything else there that, that you think like, Hey, this is some must, like you, you'd need to know this before you got to, uh, you know, start, starting that journey. Like, uh, 
please don't 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 you know don't, don't do that before reading reading this instruction manual like <laughs> yeah it's it's tricky because i'm not sure there's an entirely a, a, a written out instruction manual to to follow to the letter but i think that the the key message here is that you're not alone uh the partners that you work with to deliver on this technology vision are here to help with these kind of things if you if you from this podcast have, have thought you know what I, i really understand why this is important great reach out to reach out to our you know, collective companies and and ask for help with these things because uh you know our success is your success so we're we're here to help get these things right gavin thank you so much for your kindness of you know sharing your experience and wisdom here uh with uh, the audience thank you so much and uh hopefully we can see each other soon it's been an absolute pleasure cheers bruno thank you bye-bye